I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, January the 12th, and we are glad to have you with us today on The Winning Side. We welcome you, those that are listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. We're glad to have you with us, those on the uh, podcast, those on the radio app. We welcome you, and those who are watching today on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we are glad to have you with us today. Well, what a wonderful day it is. Of course, it's still, it's January, but I think it's going to be 60 degrees today, uh, and the sun's not even shining. Imagine if the sun were shining, it'd probably be 65 or 70, and uh, what, a, what a blessing and uh, what a privilege we have. And you say, well, don't you want snow? I would not mind snow. As a matter of fact, my girls are praying for snow. Um, but if it's going to snow, it can't be on a Wednesday or a Sunday. I don't want to miss church, and I don't want our, our church to schedule to be affected. You say, well, that's selfish. Well, that's maybe selfish. I think that'd be selfish for the Lord, not selfish for us, though. Uh, we want people to be able to be in the Lord's house, and we want to be able to gather and worship Him uh, as a church family. But I wouldn't mind some snow. But if it's not going to snow, friend, there is no reason why it has to be 20 degrees outside we might as well have the 50 and 60 degree weather if it's not going to snow. So that's my, that's my reasoning. That may not make any sense to you, but it sounds good to me. And uh, I hope you're doing well. We had a great service last night. We had our uh, prayer meeting and Bible study at our master clubs. We had our teens on target. We had a missionary family with us. And uh, I told some of the master club workers after the service, I said, we had last night, we had three congregational songs. We had announcements, we had an offering, we had four specials, we had a missionary presentation, and we had a Bible study, and we got done at 8.15. And I was saying it like, that's amazing. And the Master Club worker said, well, yeah, we knew it went long. And I wanted to say, is that the thanks I get? You know, I mean, we could have gone till 8.45. Uh, but we didn't, and uh, but it was a good service, and uh, I always feel like, and Brother Nathan, I'm sure you feel this way too with the teen department, and when you're preaching, and when you're teaching, and all that, I always just feel like there's not enough time, and uh, one of these days, when we get to heaven, we'll throw out the clock, right? But uh, until then, I understand we have schedules. Uh, I was talking to somebody last night before church, and uh, one of our dear ladies said, you know, pastor said, uh, I don't do very well in the mornings, but the evenings, I'm good. And uh, I told her, I said, well, I said, we've got some people here right now. And I looked at my watch and it was like 6.55. And I said, we got some people right now that it's getting close to their bedtime. And isn't that funny how that works? Some of you out there, you're night owls and you could stay up all night and think it was great. And then there's others that by about 7.30, 8 o'clock, you're looking for the next opportunity. You can go to bed, go to sleep. And uh, so maybe that's why we plan the winning side for noon. So it's just perfect, right? Uh, whether you're a morning person or not, noon works. And uh, we had a good service last night, though. I'm looking forward to Sunday. Sunday is our Vision Sunday, and uh, we'll have our 845 service. Uh, Sunday school classes at 10 o'clock, all meeting as normal. 
Uh, last Sunday we had them all combined, but this Sunday all classes will meet in their normal spots and then 11 o'clock service. And then Sunday night at 6 o'clock will be a wonderful service. We'll present some goals and some vision and some, uh, some plans for 2023. And I wanted to do it last week. It just didn't work out with the timing and everything else with Brother Fry. And I, I wanted us to be able to have Brother Fry preach and hear him sing and do all that. And, uh, and by the way, Brother Fry, last Sunday, he got a lot in one service too. A lot of singing and preaching. And that was a wonderful time as well. But I'm looking forward to Sunday. Hope you'll be in prayer for that. Uh, no birthdays or anniversaries today uh, that I know of. Uh, but um, we'll uh, keep you posted on those tomorrow and then for Saturday. And let's be in prayer for our church. Pray for our school. Pray for our missionaries. Pray for one another. Pray for our country. And uh, let's pray that God would do a great work in our church and in this ministry in this new year, 2023. Let's go to a song. I think this is a new group. Brother Nathan uh, just uh, recently got uh, on our radio station. But here's a great song by the Daughters of Calvary. Bring it all to him. And I hope you enjoy this song. After this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 119.
man, that is good to know that you can bring it all to Jesus. And you know, when you bring it all to Jesus, Jesus never uh, has to say, I'm sorry, that's too much. I can't handle that much today. Uh, he doesn't say, I'm sorry, you brought a lot of problems to me yesterday and you know, you're over your max or you've reached your limit for the month or your limit for the week. I'm glad you can bring all your burdens, all your troubles to Jesus. The Bible says this in 1 Peter, casting all your care upon him because he careth for you. And you can bring all your cares, all your burdens, all your anxiety. I like that old song uh, we sing, all your anxiety, all your care. Bring to the mercy seat, leave it there. Never a burden he cannot bear, never a friend like Jesus. And I thank the Lord for that great truth. Uh, in that great song, bring it all to him. Psalm 119, we are starting a new section uh, today in Psalm 119. These eight verses uh, begin in verse 81 and go through verse number 88. These eight verses, again, alphabetical psalm in the Hebrew alphabet, each section began with the same letter. So for instance, if that were done in English, there would be eight verses that would all begin with the letter A. And then there'd be eight verses that all began with the letter B. Eight verses with the letter C all the way till the end. In the Hebrew alphabet, there are 22 letters. And so that's why there are 22 sections or 22 divisions in Psalm 119. It's an alphabetical psalm and it is all about the Bible. Uh, the focus and the emphasis is the Word of God, uh, the statutes of the Lord, the commandments of the Lord, the law of the Lord, the precepts of the Lord, the Word of the Lord. It's all about the Bible. And friend, I hope today, I hope you love the Bible. I know it's January and you probably just got started again in a Bible reading schedule and you're reading through the Bible. And I know it's easy to say in January, boy, we love the Bible, we're reading the Bible. But can I tell you, we ought to continue with that throughout the whole year. Every day, get in the Word of God and you get in the Bible and you let the Bible get in you and you will be amazed at the work God can do and God will do in a life that is completely submerged in the Bible. And uh, that's where success comes from, Joshua 1.8. Uh, that's where uh, being prosperous uh, comes from, Psalm 1. Uh, that's how you live a blessed life or a blessed life by getting in the Word of God. And I'm so thankful we have the Word of God. We have the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. Verse number 81, let's look at it together. Verse 81, the Bible says, my soul, fainteth for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. This word fainteth, uh, we're not talking about you get lightheaded and you, you pass out uh, or you get kind of dizzy or something and you faint. We're talking about the word fainteth. It means to waste away. It means to be exhausted. It, it literally has the idea of, of being so tired that you cannot go on. And David says, my soul fainteth for thy salvation. My, my soul is wasting away. My, my soul, that which is within me, my being, I'm exhausted. I am tired out. I can't go on another day. I'm ready to fall. I'm ready to fail. I'm ready to give up. But when David was exhausted and when he was failing, there was only one thing that he longed for. He says, my soul fainteth for thy salvation. He said, I'm so exhausted. I'm so uh, uh, needy. I'm so tired. I'm so worn out, that, but I've got to have your salvation. He needed God. 
He needed God to step in. He needed God to deliver him. He believed, and David had confidence in God. He believed that deliverance would come because God said so. And friend, I want to tell you, that's a great way to live with the confidence that it's going to happen because God says so. If God says so, you can mark it down. If God says that uh, Jesus is coming back, you can mark it down. If God says he'll never leave you or forsake you, you can mark it down. If God says that if you'll call unto him, he'll answer you and show you great and mighty things, you can mark it down. God always keeps his word. God was needed in David's life. David needed God to step in and God did. David was waiting for and he was expecting God to show up. His confidence was in the promise of God. I, I, I remember the days, uh, a little bit I remember with my wife uh, before we had cell phones. And I remember when we would go shopping. And this was before cell phones. Uh, this was before we had children. Uh, this was before you had online ordering and, and shopping and all that. But you remember the, the days when you would just go to a mall and you would go shopping and husbands, if you're listening now, you're, you're, you're remembering some of those days where you'd say, all right, let's, let's go and yeah, have fun, be great. And maybe you get s- separated. Maybe you say, I'm gonna go look over here at this door and your wife goes another way. And then you're waiting for her and you're waiting maybe outside the store, you're waiting on a bench and you're thinking, I wonder if I missed her. I wonder if she already came out. I wonder if she already went to another store. And you keep waiting and you think, well, I could go in and look for it. But then if I go in and look for it, I might miss her coming out. And, and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're, you're just, you're wondering how long is it going to be? I remember even before those days, I remember with my dad, I remember when our family, we'd be out and my mom and maybe some of my sisters would go shop and they'd go into a store. And I remember waiting with my dad, we'd wait out in the van or whatever. And, and I remember times as a child. I remember where it just seemed like eternity. I remember thinking something happened. Uh, you know, somebody kidnapped mom, took her out the back door or whatever, but you know, or, 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 or she's lost or something. But I remember those days and feeling like it was forever. And by the way, back in those days, you know, you, you go somewhere and you got to try stuff on. And then if you've got kids and they're trying stuff, whatever, it could take a while. And then you get in a, in a line with a, a long line and a, a cashier that's having a hard time. And could take a long time. But I remember those days. But you say, well, why did you wait? (laughs) We waited because we knew who was in the store. We knew who was coming out because that was the last thing that was said. I'll be be back out or I'll meet you here, whatever. And so you wait and you wait with confidence. And you may feel like you're waiting a long time, but you keep waiting. Uh, I never once did my dad say, well, I guess we're going home. I guess mom's going to have to walk, you know, the 15 miles home or whatever. I guess she's going to have to find another ride. Never once did I do that with my wife after we got married. said, well, I don't have a cell phone. I don't have a way to let her know, but I'm gone. I'm out of here. She's on her own. She's going to have to figure it out. No, I didn't do that. I I waited. And can I tell you, you may be waiting on the Lord. You may be fainting. (laughs) You may be exhausted. You may be tired. You may feel like you can't go on another day. But I want to tell you this, you can wait with confidence on the Lord for thy salvation. David said, my soul fainteth for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. David said again, my confidence is in the word of God. I know that God will come through. I know that God will do 
exactly what he said he would do. And friend, God will do that for you as well. He'll do exactly what he promised in his word. I hope that helps you today and hope you have a great day. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.